is a Quizable Cast, Episode 38C, Chicago Open 2008 Trash Tournament, Round 4 between Miracles of Antichrist and In the Grip of Life. One episode of the show centered on a girl named Audrey, whose parents were killed by Donovan Shepard. In another episode, he witnessed her murder named Lenny, is targeted by arms dealer Amir Fayed, but the central character finds her in the desert portion. 24. 25. Before she's killed, its second episode, featured, which featured the release from the prison of Lee J. Spaulding, was written by David Greenwald, while its first episode introduced reporter Beth Turner, who was played by Sophia Miles. Other characters include Joseph Costan, who was played by Jason Doring, and Caroline, Coraline Duval, who turned her private investigator, Mick St. John, into a vampire. Standpoint from the show, which premiered on CBS in 2007, you should not be confused in the 80 series about detectives, which starred Bruce Willis. Moonlighting? No, that's Moonlight. Oh, that's just what you just confused. I feel bad. I remember There's hearing about Audrey that. And I heard fire. Yeah, that was. All right. In the N64 fighter, Clay Fighter 63 and the third, if this character is. Earthworm Jim. Nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't even need to hear what happened. <laughs> There's no one else it could be. It's not going to be Blob. <laughs> could be <laughs> Taffy Mish. <laughs> or Blue Suede Goo. Amy's concept albums with a sci-fi twist, which I would teach. This 1982 self-titled album features uh, self-titled debut album features such songs as I Ran So Far Away and Modern Love is Automatic and describes this alien invasion of Earth. Yeah. This 1983 Styx album features, that features Mr. Roboto is about a future where rock and roll is censored and robots are replacing mankind. Kill Roboto was here. Yeah. Kill Roboto was here. In this 1975 album tells the tale of George Clinton created characters traveling to, uh, to space and starting radio station V Funk. The title character has the title song has the subtitle Star Child. Uh, is it, what's that space station? Part of the song with like long nonsense time. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, I think that's it. Space Mothership Connection. Twenty points. Toss of three. Both number one hits from this album were preceded as number one hits by Leo Sayer songs. A re-release of this album added four songs, including Saturn. Seven of the tracks, including Saturn. Seven of the tracks on this album are over six minutes long, including Another Star. The artist's increased focus on social commentary can be seen in the track. Songs in the Key of Life. That's 15. Nice. Okay. You said you wanted it. Wonder. Name these TV court shows for 10 points each. The show, which features real cases of real people, first appeared in 1986. <laughs> Petrie Hawkins Bird serves as the bailiff on it. Judge Judy. Correct. The show is hosted by a former immigration attorney who had a show on Telemundo, La Corte de Familia, before she crossed over to English language justice. Oh, I don't know. Judge. Judge Martinez. <laughs> Judge Martinez. That's Christina's court. The show is hosted by a native of Cuba who graduated from the University of Miami's law school. It was pursued by Arnold Preston in a case about the Federal Arbitration Act, when it, when, which went to the actual Supreme Court in 2008. I like my last one. Judge Alex. Answer. You get ju- it's Judge Alex with 10 points. All right, whatever. Next time. That was weird. One character in this book, Peter Jackson, has a normal blood pH. The main character of this book is introduced after hosting a party for Stanford professors. 
This book introduces a hypothesis that implies that single males would be the most effective at making dangerous decisions, the odd man hypothesis. One of the characters nearly takes a drug called callicin, whose side effects include turning the brain into jelly or causing the entire body to swell. Another character, Professor Jeremy Stone, has to stop a wildfire base from exploding. This book was recently adapted into an AMD miniseries. The Andromeda Strain? That is correct. Oh, nice. that. It is a movie. I think, I think it is something. Okay. Uh, this NBA player won three MVP awards, including one after the 1983 season in which his 76ers went full 5 forward and won the title for 10 points each. Name this NBA Hall of Famer renowned for his offensive rebounding skills. Do we have any factor? Jay, right? Dr. J. Moses Malone. Oh, Moses goodness. Malone played his first NBA games with the, with the Buffalo Braves before he was traded to this team while he played alongside Mike, alongside Mike Dunleavy Sr. and Robert Reed. Pistons. That is uh, the Houston Rockets. Um, Malone played in the ABA with the Utah Stars before he went to the NBA, bypassing the opportunity to play at this ACC school. Duke. Duke. Between the two of us, we've got all sports, except hockey. Larry Faust was selected with this pick in the first ever NBA draft in 1950 by the Chicago Stags, while James Earl Ray was taken with this pick in the 1980 draft by Denver. In 2000, the Magic passed on both Dermar Johnson and Chris Mayo, instead taking Mike Miller with this pick. One of the worst players ever taken at this position was Nikolos Sikitishvili, who was selected by the Nuggets in 2002. The Bulls traded Olden Paul Nice in 1987 for this pick, which they used to acquire Scottie Pippen. The Celtics traded this pick in the 2007 draft for Ray Allen, and Allen himself was taken with this pick in the 1996 draft. For 10 points in this draft position that more recently has been used on Kevin Love and Dwayne Wade. Uh, no, that's incorrect. Okay. Go ahead and five. Five is the right answer. Nice. Three was Darko. Uh, two was Darko. Answer the following about the Simpsons movie. Forget what he when he sees a naked Bart skateboarding through town. His character announces, "I like men now." Ralph. That's right. While in Alaska, Homer plays this video game at an arcade. At one point, blowing away a dancing penguin. Grand Theft Walrus. Yes! <laughs> I remember that! He's the only character to be killed by a piece of the falling dome and bids farewell to the townspeople in a variant of his usual greeting before expiring. Dr. Nick. Oh, yes! Nice. Nice. Very nice work, Kenny. I forgot the last I two. Again, it's a good movie. That's yeah. One character in this film receives phone calls from Mr. Walters and at the end learns that Humphrey has been fired and that he has received a raise. At one point, a man in the vehicle, which looks like the General Lee, asks the main characters where is the beef and offers to drive him to their destination. Near the end, a character is mistaken for a tour guide, which means... Euro trip? That is correct for 15 minutes. Oh, that's such a good movie! <laughs> Who has it? Oh, it's Can you fire? Sounds like Name these songs made popular by the Monkees for Temple Teach. They debut album featured a version of the song which notes that we'll have we'll have time for coffee flavored kisses and a bit of conversation when someone arrives at the title plays. Last train to Clarksville. 
That is correct. Nice. Uh, this song instructs one sleepy Jean to cheer up and asks, what can it mean to the title figure who is also a homecoming queen? Daydream believer. It has been asserted that Mike Nesmith's finest song was this track from Head, which notes it's a very extraordinary scene for those who don't understand and ends and ends and it looks we've made it looks we made it once again. That's what it says. Uh, uh, let's go with Unbeliever. That's Circle Sky 21. That's hope for you. Awesome seven. Brown's kick returner Joshua Cribbs is an alumnus of this lesson story football program. Two graduates from the school have coached teams to NCAA football championships. One played defensive back in the early 70s and coached an SEC school, while another was a linebacker in the 50s and coached an independent. Besides Nick Saban and Lou Holtz, its football alumni include Steve. Uh, this is. Uh William and Mary, isn't it? That's incorrect. Uh, Steelers, Steelers players James Harrison and, and Jack Lambert. Its current graduate with the highest profile NFL career didn't play football at the school, but instead he played on their 2002 Elite Eight basketball team, which at points named the alma mater of uh, Antonio Gates, a, an, an MAC school found in Ohio. Uh, Kent State? That's right. That's okay. Ooh. Okay. Uh, in one version, this city was not shrunken, but rather created by a magician named Tolos for 10 points each. He made this bottle city, which was kept in the fortress of solitude. Candor. In the original comics, Candor was shrunken by this enemy of Superman, a green-skinned creature who really means brutal docks. Brainiac. Brainiac blackmails Superman by threatening Candor in this graphic novel by Frank Miller, in which Batman leads an insurrection against Lex Luthor's dictatorship. Dark Knight. Strikes again. Dark Knight Strikes again. Yes, he does. Very nice. That's Clear. One song about a place of this name describes the torn up ticket stubs from 100,000 mugs, which are now washed away with the dead dreams in the rain. A man named Keith is set to talk in alphanumerals and to be hiding from young Orwellians in the song of this name by Thomas Dolby. Such songs as Crashing by Design and Give Blood appear in the 1985 album of this name, which is subtitled A Novel, and which was made by Pete Townshend. Some of those songs refer to a stadium of this name, which was built for the 1908 Olympics in London, while an American location of this name was built for the 1893 World's Columbian Exposition. For 10 points, name this kind of place where a devil is said to be... White City? Say it again? White City? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, right. Chicago right. World Fair. Yeah, it's in our heads. Um, this professional sports league features teams such as the Washington Bayhawks um, and the Los Angeles Riptide, which originated this league, which centers on a sport made infamous by a certain team in Duke. Uh, some lacrosse. It's called a major league look. Major league lacrosse. That's right. The Lizards are an MML team from this location. The University of this name won NIT titles in 1939 and 1941 when this basketball team was coached by Claire B. Who was big then? It's not going to be the New York ones. Maybe um, Answer. Sacramento. Actually, it's Long Island. The Lizards featured John uh, Gagliardia, a player who played in college for this university, whose Blue Jays recently lost the Division I lacrosse title to Syracuse. John Hopkins. That is one man with this surname created the Rockstar Energy Drink. An author of this surname wrote about Stephen Haywood, who was diagnosed with ALS in the book His Brother's Keeper, and won a Pulitzer for his book about the work of Peter and Rosemary Grant on the Galapagos Islands, The Beak of the Finch. 
In addition to Jonathan, this is the surname of Tim, a reporter from the 2007 won a National Book Award for Legacy of Ashes, his history of the CIA. The oh, recent shit. Geography of Bliss was written by Eric, an NPR foreign correspondent with this name. Dude, this wiener. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Savage <laughs> saw the rock star. One notable scene in this film takes place in the diner where Bobby struggles to get some toast for 10 points each. Name this 1970 movie about a piano player who takes a job working in the oil industry. Five five pieces? Yes. This actor starred as Bobby Dupia in Five Easy Pieces. The five movies here had played George Hansen in Easy Rider. Nicholson? Yes. This actress appeared nude in Five Easy Pieces in a sex scene with Nicholson. She would later play Archie's daughter on All in the Family and was mocked for the South Park and South Park. Oh, that's that explains a lot. Thank you. Top ten. According to his MySpace, MySpace page, this according to oh okay according to his MySpace page, this group's guitarist is 103 years old, while his drummer was formerly in the in the group Oddball, along with Trevor McNevin. The singles Eddie and Poison Ivy were quasi-hits from this group's first album, Wave of Popular Feeling, which appeared in the 90s when this group was known as Groundswell. In one single from this group, they lament, no matter how hard I try, you're never satisfied. While another begins, I can't escape this hell, so many times I've tried, but I'm still caged inside. That song, Animal I Have Become, appeared on their album 1X. For 10 points in, this Canadian group responsible for such hits as I Hate Everything About You and Just... Uh, puddle of mud. That is incorrect. Mine's fine. And just like you, a group whose name suggests a special 72-hour period. Uh, three days grace. Yes. Nice. Hard to tell those two bands apart. Okay. It centers on the murder of a bartender, of bartender Ike Marcus, after which suspicion is cast on Marcus's friend Eric Cash for him. Each name is 2008 novel set in Manhattan, a departure from the fictional setting of Dempsey, which appeared in the author's previous novels. That's Lush Life. Lush Life is the latest novel by this author of Samaritan and Freedom Land, who also has written the screenplays for such films as The Color of Money. Oh. Any idea? I have no idea. We don't know. That's Richard Price, Detective Robert Klein and drug dealer uh, Strike Dunham, are the central characters of this other Price novel, which was made into a movie by Spike Lee. (laughs) This is zero. Clothers is the answer. Okay. Let me do some math. You may. Um, that's um, that's seventy-five to here, then ten twenty makes one hundred and five. Ten thirty is one hundred forty-five. Okay, I have one hundred forty for the team on my left, and I've got So I have 110 over here, 140 over here. Yep. Okay, cool. Glad to see we're in agreement. We'll continue with Jocelyn. <clears throat> Dusty Springfield helped sing the theme song for the show in its fourth season. The second TV reunion movie of its cast saw the third child and his family working as a real estate agent attempting to sell the family home, while the first saw the family matriarch run for Congress. The seventh season saw the introduction of the homeless youth Luke Brower, played by Leonardo <laughs> Growing pains. That's right. Oh, wow, I'm going to Many fine songs don't have words named these for talent each. The Allman Brothers recorded the seven and a half minute instrumental in 1972, releasing it on the album Brothers and Sisters. 
Jessica. This Led Zeppelin track is notable for its long John Bonham drum solo. It has been described as the percussion equivalent of the chapter on the whiteness of the title animal in the novel for which it is named. Moby Dick. The fully title of the 1979 album, which which opened with Message in a Bottle. After this instrumental, which won a Grammy for Best Instrumental Rock Performance in 1981. Okay, so, uh, Police albums. Um, Ghost in the Machine, Synchronicity. Uh, Sounds like Japanese. What's the, what's the title? Ghost in the Machine. Zenyata Mandata. It's Regatta de Block. Yep. Yeah. The second track on this album notes that if we could build a ladder that tall to come up and see you, we would. The second single from this album features a strange pronunciation of the word passport and sees the singer deciding to revoke his membership in the Club of International Playboys and Playas. Another song from this album describes a singer who hits it big with the song Stack That Cheese, which is the best thing out of each town in the wild. In addition to Paris, Tokyo and Hip Hop Save My Life, it featured Matthew Santos on the hit Superstar. For 10 points in his 2007 album, the follow-up to Food and Liquor by Lupe Fiasco. Raptor Jesus. That's incorrect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, return of Lupe Fiasco. No, it's Lupe Fiasco is the cool, right. cool one. <laughs> How does everybody know Okay. Next awesome. <clears throat> one of this director's final films features a famous long take in which the protagonist tries to carry a lighted candle across a pool. That film which enters... Tarkovsky. That's right. This violation is explained in Rule 8.01 of the Major League Baseball Rulebook, and examples, and examples can include an interruption of, or, of pitching motion for 10 points each. Name this violation that the pitcher can commit, which results in base runners being allowed to advance one base. Ball ball. This pitcher, who amassed uh, 4,196 strikeouts in his long career, has the all-time record for balls of 90. Ryan? No, he had more. See, it's got to be the Carlton Athletics. Okay. Carl. Yes. This pitcher was notably blown by the wind, resulting in a ball that would help lead the AL scoring tie run. They helped lead to the AL scoring the tie runs in the 1961 All-Star game. Hanamaker? It's Steve Miller. Class of 14. This man had a successful minor league season in 1999, going 7-0 at AA Texas and AAA Vancouver before being called up later in the year. He has been traded once, having been exchanged for three players in 2004, the most successful of whom was Juan Cruz. This pitcher's southern heritage can be seen both in his college choice of Auburn and his appearance on the cooking show with Paula's Party. In 2000, he had 20 wins and helped lead his team to the ALDS, where they lost to the Yankees. While his most recent postseason appearance was in 2005, the last 14 straight postseason appearances for his team. For 10 points, named the starter for the Braves, who was once a member of... Smoltz. That's incorrect. Uh, who was once a member of the Big Three for the Oakland Athletics. Is this... Oh, shoot, he's not going to do anywhere. Uh, Maddox? Nope. That's Hudson. Hudson. Shoot. Okay. All right. Toss it to the Big Three. 
A person with this name is said to be the son of Coleman Slosky on Scrubs and is a member of the air band Cool Cats. One song whose title refers to a man of this name includes the lyrics, I'll take myself to an East Coast city and walk about, and concludes, I can't see further than my own nose at the moment. A hip-hop artist with this first name misplaced an unreleased album while having a threesome, after which the big withdrawal was linked to the internet. This is also the first name of a limo driver who falls in love with Mary Swanson, played by Lloyd. Lloyd. That's right. That's right. Lloyd. Nice. Okay. This ma- the main character of this show, Sean Spencer, reveals special abilities to the police after being accused of a crime. Psych. In this USA show about a fake detective. Psych. Uh, Sean's best friend, Burton Gus Guster, is played by this man who was Charlie Young on the West Wing. Oh, I hate, I don't know any actors. You don't know any actors. Okay, that's Dual Hill. Um, Gus's father was portrayed in one episode by this actor. He's best known for playing the black Ghostbuster Winston. Murray. That's uh, Ernie Hudson. Black ghost. Doesn't matter what kind of ghost he is. This band's third single was titled Alexander Graham Bells, and this band shared their first album with the Pipkins. An early hit of theirs, Blockbuster, featured a World War II era siren, while another, while another, Wig Wham Bam, deals with Hiawatha's love life. Their song Action claims that the singer is the main attraction. This Brian Conley fronted band had hits with the songs Fox on the Run and Love is Like Oxygen, their last song to chart in the US. Sweet. That's 10. Um, it's the contemporary equivalent of the twist, but with unnecessarily bad genes and done by an obese man. The rapper of this song claims his associates don't dance, but rather just pull up their pants and do the titular simple move. Uh, it's obviously not so much uh, The bump or something? Answer. The bump. That's Lean Back. Lean Back was produced by the Terror Squad, a collective for lead vocalist is this corpulent MC of such albums as The Elephant in the Room, who should not be confused with the even more corpulent and dead big one. <laughs> Fat Joe? Or yeah, that could be sure. Fat Joe? That's right. <laughs> when we back, Fat Joe says he refuses to rap about this location. The famous street basketball court. It's famous. Yeah, they have like the games here um, on the show on TV that I watch sometimes. And I can't remember. 80 Second Street Court. Okay, that's Rucker Park. Yeah, yeah that's right. Exactly. Awesome. 17. Current hosts of, of shows on this network include Daphne Brodman and Dave Holmes. This channel airs reruns of Celeb Reality, shows Celebrity Fit Club, and The Surreal Life as well. Uh, oh, uh, BH1? Let's find out. No. Okay. Um, as well as on course of Jimmy Kimmel Live. It has original programming such as the Lisa Joyner hosted Infanity, and the author's Idol Tonight, hosted by Kimberly Caldwell and Justin Guarini. Currently, it unleashes the duo of Lisa Rina and Joey Fatone for award show, show coverage. It features shows like Lookalike and TV Water Cooler, and used to be known as the Preview Channel. The template yeah. identifies channel that is named for a magazine and features listings of a certain kind of programming. Is this the TV Guy channel? That's the TV Guy channel. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that. Ridiculous. Right. Get this next bonus. Okay. The title track is followed by a version of Body and Soul, while it also features Bolivar Blues and Baia for 10 points each. Name this album released in 1963, its artist's first record for Columbia, which features tenor saxophonist Charlie Rouse and drummer Frankie Dunlop. 
Answer? No. Okay, that's Monk's dream. Hackensack and Crepuscule, uh, Crescupule with Nelly appear on this next Thelonious Monk album released by Columbia, whose name is more or less shared by Nandy's musical act, best known for the single John. Say whatever you think. Van Halen. Answer? Van Halen? Uh, no, it's Chris Cross. Locomotive and Japanese folk songs appear in this 19, 1966 Monk album, whose title was also used for Clint Eastwood's documentary film about Monk. Then nothing. Okay, that's straight no chaser. Uh, you get no points. Okay. I'm going to do a little bit of challenge here. boxing coach Doc Broadus after moving to California as part of Lyndon Johnson's Job Corps program. His 1975 victory over Jose Roman in 50 seconds was the fastest victory ever in a heavyweight title bout, while his victory over Michael Moore in 1984 at the age of Foreman. That's 15. Nice. Uh, okay. Uh, name these actors who appeared on The Wire from their other work for 10.2 years. Beauty Russell in the second season and put up a lot of shit from McNulty in season five. He was recently nominated for an Oscar for Ryan Gone Baby Gone. Ryan? Yes. He played McNulty's partner in the bomb. He also featured in the documentary of the Levy's Pierce. Pierce? Yes. Um, uh, this British actor who played Stringer is also a hip hop artist under the name DJ Big Driz. He, uh, he started, he starred as Monty in Tyler Perry's Daddy's Little Girls. Oh, that's third. Okay. Toss up 19. Fela Kuti and his band Africa 70 released an album titled With This Word, Mentor for the Nigerian Soldiers. A song of this name was the first and most successful single from the album No Need to Argue, while its plural form is the first word of the 2006 album by a group fronted by Forrest Klein, Hello Goodbye. DJ Florian Sentfer, uh, Recording under a name referring to this kind of nation, released the sports anthem Kerncraft 400. Zombie. That's right. That's been a lot of conflict today. This publication has featured stories about the impregnation of the Loch Ness Monster and good for keeping a lumberjack as a love slave for Temple Teaching in this tabloid that often covers Bad Boy. This weekly world news columnist writes the My America column, which he opens by declaring how mad he is about something. Oh, oh really? Hello, right. <laughs> That's Ed Anger. <laughs> Another recurring story for the tabloid involved the affair that this recent presidential candidate had with a space alien. Wow, oh, Al Gore definitely had sex with a space alien. <laughs> yeah, go on McCain. McCain. I should talk to you. It's Hillary Clinton. Oh. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, or he doesn't have sex with anyone or anything. That's All right. Good. Toss of 20. Joss Whedon described his time during, doing rewrites on the script for this film as seven weeks of hell. Jack Black had a small role in this movie as a pilot, while another character, Gregor, creates a balloon-based vehicle to save the protagonist. The object that the villain seeks in this movie is a map tattooed on a young girl's back. That villain, the vegan... Waterworld? That's ten. Yeah, uh, I that. In an effort to bring some much-needed class to this tournament, answer the following about classical music and films. At the opening of 2001, A Space Odyssey, the opening of 2001, A Space Odyssey features this Strauss piece playing while monkeys beat each other. Uh, it's us. No, the spake. The spake. The spake. Zarathustra. Yes. Also, Spark Zarathustra also appeared in this 2004 film, which starred Eddie Murphy and Jeff Garland. Other classical works used in, this, in the film include Ina Klein and Ock Music. The title of this Ingmar Bergman film refers to a work in F by Hondo, which plays over the credits later in this film. Uh, Eva and Charlotte both play a Chopin prelude. The correct answer is Autumn Sonata. Found score miracles of Antichrist 260 in the grip of life 170.